0: Hello, beautifuls. Super excited to be with you today. Um, I am on fire. I picked for this week, my theme is what I want to, you know, stand up for. (laughs) What I'm willing to stand up for. And what I posted this morning on Facebook, Instagram, and such was take you know taking a stand i'm taking a stand today under the umbrella of unacceptable behavior i'll tell you kind of how this got started i'm a member of a few groups where i feel like my ideal clients hang out and i feel like You know, it's a group designed for them to be able to express themselves. Like a group designed to be a safe space to express yourself. And I have a lot of tools. So I go in there and I comment and I try to support and share my tools along the way. But what kind of got me started with this this morning was there's so much hurt You know, like a lady shared that her husband had had an affair with his baby mama. (laughs) Damn it. And she was so happy and she was so in love with him. And with her hurt, like she had just found out, maybe two or three days or something, with her hurt, he was lying, like saying, I apologize, get over it. (laughs) like there's a button we could push and just get over it. <laughs> but what I really wanted to go to her and share with her is what exactly this is was my thought when I started looking at this stuff. What exactly am I doing to attract that shit in my life, right? You know, I think about the mom who sets a boundary for her let's say 14-year-old to be off the phone at a reasonable hour. So she has a good day the next day instead of drag assing around, right? And then come to find out, she talks to her about it, she expresses how she feels, and the child did it again the next night. That child could give two shits about your boundary. (laughs) But when we back it up and we look at it again and we get in there and uncover and discover what's really going on, I call and I teach under the umbrella of value, uh, value of self. So to me, the mother is not coming forward and expressing herself under the umbrella of value for myself. I don't know what does that look like, you know. We're so afraid. Um, I was. I, I was afraid. It's like when I first started in this process 28 years ago, I had two gears. One was zero, do nothing, you know, and let people romp and stomp all over me. Never express myself. I call it doormat syndrome. And people have that, I did too. And the other side of me. You know, the other side of the teaching stick is I I go 60 mile an hour and would bulldoze over, bully, be mean, be ugly, mean-spirited when I did voice myself and I hated that too. Then as I started gathering tools, I realized, and I teach this too, in my signature programs, I realized that there are other gears, (laughs) You know there's 10 mile an hour 20 30 40 50. we don't have to do 60 all the time and we don't have to do zero all the time so what is key here to understand is during this process of 360 tap turnaround program we kind of learn about all those different gears and we learn about taking our challenges our questions our, um, unknowing or not knowing to the unseen and under the umbrella of unseen. For me personally, I have the God of my understanding or higher power or source. I also have my spirit guides. I call them like, you know, my mom's in heaven and I think she's a spirit guide in my life among others. I teach y'all how to take your questions, your concerns, your hardships to the unseen. And then I teach you how to lay that pen down and listen for what it feels like to me is whispers or just a knowing that comes to us. And it's so different and inconsistent as far as each of us as individuals But like a recent client that graduated said, you know, that has been a game changer to not just use my best thinking in my decisions and in my daily life, but to have the inspired mm, whispers of the unseen to kind of show me, guide me, lead me, right? That's what I love. And I think, I guess people can make progress But the fastest way I know is to get connected with the unseen energies, the creator energies. And so I always go there because it just worked better for me. And all my successful clients will say that. It just works for me. So back to unacceptable behavior. First of all, I just want to say... Accepting unacceptable behavior is a hard no. With that said, how do we bring that forward? How do we communicate it? Well, I encourage you to go write it down. And then another tool that I teach is boundaries, all about boundaries, Boundaries are not something that you go to the teenager and talk about or you go to the husband that had a, a, that cheated on you and talk about. Boundaries are yours. I like to describe them as little promises that you make to yourself that you keep. And it rises up and creates you, this inner core essence, of course, and inner core confidence, of course, But this inner core ability to communicate about it beautifully. I'll give you an example. The mom could go back to the daughter. First, it happened on a, let's say, say Friday night. Then it happened. She talked to her. And then it happened again on a Saturday night. That daughter bulldozed over her um, direction, right? Her parenting. But why? Why? Why would a daughter bulldoze over parenting? When we bring it back to our gizzards, when we bring it back to our heart, when we bring it back to our soul, it's because there's an essence of not valuing ourselves that is transitioning over to our significant other or transitioning over to our children, transitioning over to even our adult children, transitioning over even into our our grandchildren. When there's no value, when you have no value, they also have no value. That's what it means when you hear the saying, we teach people how to treat us. And I would just sit down with that young lady and say, From a 70,000 view, I looked at this and what happened. And I realized that you're doing that because I don't have value for myself. And I want you to know, dear one, that I'm changing that. I do value myself. My health is important. My serenity is so important. You know, having a peaceful daily life is so important to me. And with that said, I'm going to call you forward to respect my value for myself. I don't know what you're thinking in making those type of decisions after I've talked to you. I would say it's hurtful, but it's not. It's disrespectful, it's unloving, it is unacceptable behavior. And I'm no longer willing to accept, in my life, unacceptable behavior. So I want you to go think about this little one, and I want you to pray about this. And in two or three days, I want you to come back and tell me what you know for sure about me as a mother, about my ability to set, you know, boundaries with you, uh, my ability to have a conversation with you and your ability to be accountable and responsible and respectful and loving in in that scenario. Because I'm going to be your parent for sure. (laughs) What, for another uh, four years or so? And we've got to establish the value of myself first, your value, secondly, and our value together. Now, you go think about this and then come back to me. Send them away. You know, with the gal who had the cheating husband, she went on to say that he doesn't allow her to have contact with her family What? People are not in your life to make up rules. And you're not in their life to follow rules. You're an individual first. That significant other is an individual first. And in that mix comes individual values individual boundaries communicating from an individual perspective first and then like i do in my couples program you sit back and bring that together between the two of you this is my values this is what i desire this is how i operate and then the other person shares too And then together you see if those values and those boundaries and such, you know, um, can be united and understood and respected. You see if the individuals can come together in unity and take responsibility and accountability for their actions, right? We overcomplicate all this crap. With labels and bullshit. It's very simple. It's very, very simple. So, you know, I can't expect others to share my values. You can't expect others to share your values. Sometimes I make choices in my own best interests that others don't understand and I don't need them to understand them. If my boundary is not respected, you know, I go into my serenity prayer. I go into speaking to and writing to and get conversational with the unseen, my creator, my energy, the God of my understanding, my spirit guides and such. Once I've processed that, I go to the person and I'll communicate you know, my limit. And in quietness and in serenity, do what I need to do to take care of myself. That's what I teach you in these programs. I don't have to end a relationship ever. I do have to recognize my responsibility And I do have to honor myself. And as a child of God, I do have to understand that I am worthy of love and I am worthy of respect. And with that said, I am taking a stand today and hoping you'll take a stand too. I'm taking a stand that I I am love, I am worthy, and I am no longer willing to accept any type of unacceptable behavior. Now, you don't have to get mad at a child, and you don't have to get mad at a significant other. You don't have to get mad at a sister, or a brother, or a father to say that. And to say it kindly, pretty much like I just did. I gave you a great example of what you can do, what you can say, and how you can say it. Right? You don't need permission. You don't need them to get on board with your values. You don't need any of that. However, there are consequences to, mm, for them to go through if they choose not to value you. But do not go to them asking them to value you you when you don't first value yourself. Again, you're teaching them how to treat you with your energy, your daily energy. Do you value yourself or not? Step up into that. I'm taking a stand today on this podcast for you to step up into valuing yourself. I want you to go out on Google. I want you to pull up value words. There's a shitload of value words. Some of them are in documents. You know, print it out. Go in there and circle all the values that have meaning to you. And then go back and pick three. That would be what I call and what I teach in my programs, your umbrella values. I'll tell you right now, mine are one, uh, serenity. Two, wisdom. Two, wisdom. And three, laughter. So number one for me is serenity. I don't play with that. I protect my serenity. You can have a fit. You can be nasty. You can be ugly. You can not mind the rules. You can do this. You can do that. You do whatever you want to. But when you start messing with my mojo, a.k.a. affecting my serenity, we will need to talk. I no longer accept that. It's unacceptable behavior. You take that phone. You do whatever you got to do as far as, you know, parental guidelines. You do whatever you got to do to get their attention. And they can earn that, you know, um, privilege back. By communicating Not just people pleasing. Don't ask a child to people please you. Ask them to communicate what they're learning about themselves in these scenarios. No, they don't want to talk to you. Yes, they want to clam up and sit there like a knot on a rock. Sit there for however long it takes. When they figure out you'll sit there two hours or three hours until they start talking about what they're learning. And you allow them to express themselves and you take notes and you write it down. And some of it may be shocking, but you don't, um, you know, insta-react. You take good notes and you go process it and you come back and talk to them. I want to talk about this one thing that you said. I've prayed about it and I've talked to, I've had conversations with my higher power about it. But I want to talk to you more about this. Where did this come from? Might be prejudice or it might be um, judgment. Might be making fun of others. It might be inappropriate jokes and things like that. I don't know what it'll be for you. But where did that come from? Where did that start for you? And what does it do for you? Does it help you feel better when you tear down others? You know, just ask questions. Be open. Be willing. Be curious about what makes them tick. Pretty much the same thing for significant others. First, you see them as an individual with their own values and their own core essence and their own relationship with higher power, God, Source, Creator, their own needs. And you get over here and just get really, really open, curious, loving, accepting when you can get them to start expressing. Take good notes. Go off and process what you have more questions about. Come back. Seek more clarity. Y'all, we make life so freaking fracking complicated, and it's not. It's really simple if you rise to a 70,000 foot view i call it in my programs detach with love from the individual and look at them from their perspective embrace their perspective that's what you did what you did when you were dating them that's what you did when your babies were two you embraced their perspective and all of a sudden you know, when they get a mind of their own and a mouth and such, we, we stop embracing their perspective? No. That's two people hitting a brick wall. We sit down and say, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. We get open. We get willing. We get curious to play with the possibilities of learning more about where they got that. Where'd that come from? Where'd you see that? Where'd you pick that up? Who's telling you that? And you know, it's not something that you really want or need to change, but it's something that needs to be put on the table and discussed so you better understand their perspective. That leads to understanding, compassion, and love. They feel loved, they feel accepted. You may not agree with it, and it's okay, y'all, to say, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I definitely don't agree with that. It's not who I would want to be, but I accept that about you. If you're really going to choose that, I'll accept it and love you. I. It doesn't make me not love you. I'll always love you and accept you. Make sense? I hope I'm giving you the words, the feelings, the, the feelings about how you can speak. Once you settle down and stop putting up your dukes and stop trying to overpower or bully or make things your way. But you sit back, you become open, you become willing, you become curious. Hell no, I didn't know this when I was raising kids. <laughs> but I've been to school. And I've had experiences and massive coaching clients where I've learned a lot of these perspectives or concepts and learned how to explain them, right? And wow, what a difference. I wish I'd had this when I was raising kids. I really, really wish I'd had this. But all I had were the tools that I inherited from my parents and they had the tools that they inherited from their parents. Y'all, change it up. Change it up and play with all the possibilities of how you can take information in, you can learn to go process it, You know, one of the greatest gifts I ever was given is on the front page of my website, and I gift it to anyone and everyone. You just have to go email me and let me know you want it. It's a PDF. I'll send it to you. I'm not out here stalking you. (laughs) It's life-changing, learning how to speak to the unseen. And then through that process of quiet time and stillness, y'all, stillness speaks. Woo. Oh, Get that book too. Stillness Speaks. Eckhart Tolle, I believe. Get quiet. Get still. Be okay sitting in the unknown. Like you don't know what the hell to do. But just be okay sitting there with all your spirit guides and your God and the love. And have a conversation. And lay down that pen. And let them speak to you. Let them speak to you through means. Through teachings like this. Other podcast books. You know, I, I've been told to go clean out my car by the unseen. What? Teresa, go clean your car. And I do. I get busy, and it gets behind, and it gets really, really, like, embarrassing. Like, okay, and I go clean my hot car, and while I'm vacuuming, what do I get? Some kind of a message that is life-changing, It's because I'm plugged in. It's because I'm listening. It's because I'm doing what I'm asked to do. Oh, y'all. I want you to be healthy and happy and full on in full on grace. I want you to be able to communicate beautifully. And if you go to the table and choose, I will not be right, I will be open, I will be willing, I will be curious, I will be loving, I guarantee you, everything changes. Or if you go to the table with the intentions of becoming a masterful listener and say to them, I hope you don't mind if I take notes. I really want to hear and what you're expressing and I don't want to forget it. So I want to take notes and then from my notes, I'm hoping I have more questions and I can come back to you later. Right? All right. I've it up long enough. I want to tell you guys, my signature program is I can't remember six to eight weeks. I'd have to go look at what's on the website. I I recently either thought about changing it or changing it. So let's say 10 weeks used to be six. In six weeks, I can make powerful changes, but it's quite intense. So I'm extending it a bit. The price is 1050 You know, that's hard for some people. Do that if you can because it is freaking fracking life-changing and powerful. Do it if you can. If you can't, I've launched something new and very different. It is called Blacked Out Zoom. It's where we get on Zoom. And have these kind of chats where you can ask me questions, you know, get clarity, have conversations. But listen to this. It's just five seats. Every group only has five seats. That's $222. It's also 10 weeks. That's what, $2220 per session? You know, where can you go get this kind of help? For $22.20. So, you know, stop buying designer jeans or a fancy ass coffee and get this money put back so you can go through these programs and really understand how simply life can be versus complicated and full of labels and bullshit and fighting and fussing. It's really simple when you learn these tools. It doesn't mean you're not going to have hardship. It doesn't mean you're not going to hurt. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be sad. It doesn't mean any of that shit. That's being human. That is the ebb and flow up and down of life. And it's there to help us learn, not to hurt us. And when we embrace that, it makes it less and less and less necessary. The more we resist it, Shit comes falling, rolling, downhill fast. Go ahead. Resist it. You'll have a miserable, shitty-ass day. Embrace it, and you'll be like, Hmm, things have been pretty smooth here this week. It changes. When your energy changes, when you change, everything changes. I love you big. I'll see you next time. PM me or text me or... Hit me up on the website under the contacts about those programs. Get involved. Do something for yourself. Right? I had to invest in myself. I have for 28 years. I just hired a coach five, six weeks ago. I love you. We got this. Together, we got this. I'll see you next time. This is Teresa signing off.